Welcome to the Shift Change Podcast. My name is Jason Blount and I'll be your host. And I want to remind you, wherever you are, we've all got decisions to make. Together, we're going to realize that even the smallest of shifts that we make can lead to great and lasting changes in our lives. So what do you say, folks? You ready to hang out with me? Let's get to it. Well, hello and welcome, everybody, to this first episode of my podcast called Shift Change. My name is Jason Blount, and I'd like to start things off with a question. Have you ever put up a goal or a dream of yours that you want to do, and you just keep pushing it out farther and farther, not really making any headway towards it? You may have forgotten that maybe something's gotten in the way of it. Maybe it's been too big or bigger than you realize. You don't know what steps you want to take. You're maybe you're afraid of failure or you're even afraid of success, not knowing where you're going to take it once it succeeds. Well, I can tell you that I understand that fully well. I know whatever that goal or dream is for you. For me, it's been putting a message to what was a mess in my life. And I told myself five years ago that I'm going to pay it forward. I'm going to take the lessons learned from something that was a big obstacle in my life and use it to share with others and to encourage And I kept putting it off, putting it off, and just getting frustrated with myself until finally I said, enough is enough. Today's the day I'm going to take a stand, and I'm no longer going to procrastinate or put this off or be afraid of failure because you've already noticed there's a lot of imperfections that we got already in this podcast, and there's going to be some more. But I'm not going to be afraid to take the action necessary to put my voice out there. So this podcast is that answer to my own internal question. Are you going to finally put yourself out there and say something? Are you going to use what was a mess in your life and make a message out of it? Are you going to redeem the time lost, the things lost, and make it meaningful again? So that's what this podcast is really all about. It's me acting on that and taking imperfect action at that. And you're just going to see how imperfect it can be at times. But I want you to know that I'm real. I'm a real man. I bleed. I cry. I lament things. I look forward to things. I have joy in my life now, but there was a time where I really was in a bad suffering place. So who is this for? This is for that person that's there too, right now. You're suffering in a place of darkness, of regret. You are stuck maybe, and you don't quite know how to get from one place to the other, how to get from a place of being stuck to moving forward, to accepting yourself, to being okay with being imperfect, because we're all imperfect, really. We're just broken down sometimes, but we're not broke beyond repair and redemption. So I want you to know, if you're there in that spot right now, I got you. I know who you are. I identify with you. And I want to be that voice where maybe you're lacking it and you need a little bit of encouragement. Maybe you need a boot, a kick in the butt to help you move along. Maybe you need a hand extended down to help pick you up. And that's what this podcast is all about. And why should you listen to me? Am I a psychologist? Am I a counselor or a guru? I'm none of that. What I am is a real person who went through it. And I'm a witness to a life that fell down, that burnt down, that fell apart. And you know, I learned to get back up. I learned that I had no resilience and I was broken inside and I was shallow, but I learned how to change all that. I learned how to shift from one state of thinking to a better way. And that's the premise of this podcast is twofold. One is I believe, and I've learned that sometimes when it's insurmountable odds, when the issue seems so big, like a mountain, if we just start pulling apart a small pebble of that mountain and a small rock, and then a a bigger rock, even a boulder, 
we can start to move that mountain. We just have to have faith and we have to have trust that it may take a while for us to learn and grow and to be patient with ourselves and have grace towards ourselves when we fail and get back up again. The second premise of this show for po- for a podcast for shift change comes from my own background in the fire service. I was in the fire service for 25 years. And as you can imagine, you know what a shift change is where one shift is coming off duty another shift is coming on. You can put it in any kind of field, really, whether it's military or emergency services or other services and other companies. Well, for me, what this means and what I want to give to you is that this is our shift change. This time we're together right now is our opportunity to say to yesterday is no more. We can't do anything about it and we can't regret over it. We may have things that happened yesterday that are going to be in front of us. We have to deal with today. But today is our day. Today is our day to take responsibility, to let go of things that need to be let go, to take control of things that we need to take control of, and deal with whatever the day demands, to learn to do it in a healthy way, forgiving of ourselves, loving towards ourselves, caring towards ourselves. And when we are that way towards ourselves, we can be that way towards others. Because if we get it the other way around, then we're just... It's a falsehood. It's based on the wrong things. And we're just out there to people please. But we have to have that within ourselves, take care of ourselves during this shift so we can take care of others. When I was in the fire department, that was our one number one goal. It was told to me a long time ago that, Jason, when we get here in the morning, our number one goal out of everything is to go home the next day and it's better if uh, good, it's not better condition when we got here. And that may sound a little odd, but the premise is we need to keep ourselves safe healthy, strong, trained up so that we can get through all the tasks of our day and whatever the day demands, whatever it is, whether it's rescuing a kitten from a tree or going into a house fire or dealing with somebody in cardiac arrest or delivering a baby. Through it all, we need to be able to be whole when we start and whole when we end. And God willing, that's what we'll do. So this shift change is those two different things. It's shifting of our beliefs and our understandings and our habits and our behaviors So we can make great lasting changes, but it also means to let yesterday go and to continue on with the day ahead of us. So with that, a little bit about me. Again, I've been 25 years in the fire service. I was a firefighter paramedic. I left as a battalion chief in charge of um, EMS, emergency medical services, technical rescue, health and wellness. And I did some stint at training. I was also married. Oh, and by the way, that's a fantastic job. As you can imagine, I just, I loved being a firefighter. I loved being, having that identity. I loved being in the middle of a chaos and the mess and helping somebody when they really need you the most and being able to be the person to provide care and compassion, to show strength, to show confidence when somebody's scared. It was so rewarding. And I got to deliver babies and I got to be there during hard, hard scenes where somebody died or a traumatic accident or a cardiac arrest. And I got to be there on big fires and, and, and really be challenged in a lot of different ways. So all of that service was really gratifying to me. I I loved being a fireman. I also loved the fact that I was married and I was a husband and I was a dad of three kids that I just adored and I loved my family. And I thought I was doing everything right on all realms, (laughs) but I wasn't. And as a result of that, my wife, in a dramatic fashion, ended our marriage. And it also came at a a difficult time because I was looking at leaving one job behind, one, one place I was working at, and taking a new job with the attempt 
initially to kind of slow life down to have a little better pace because I had really run myself ragged in my previous job. I was overextended, which probably led to the problem with the marriage. In fact, it did. But here I was. I had to either look at staying where I was or going forward. And as things presented themselves, I had to take the new job. It was my attempt to try and keep the marriage together and try and keep the family together. So I did. I took the new job. And if I was to counsel myself today, I would really say, don't do it. Don't make a big change in the middle of a big upheaval in your life. But I did. And uh, as you could probably predict, it, uh, it didn't go well. I fell on my face. In nine months, I was let go from that job. I had too much pride and not enough common sense, not enough understanding. I was under too, so much pressure to keep my family together, to keep my marriage together, to keep my new job together. I could not devote my energy to all three like I wanted to. I had to try and keep my marriage together with counseling and working through things with my wife, which didn't work. And that job, my, my job suffered. And, and I had bad behaviors in there too. I'm going to take responsibility for that. That in trying to deal with a divorce, you know, I, I really had a hard time with that. So I did lose my job. I wasn't completing things as I was supposed to. I wasn't living up to the expectations. And a couple of months later, my wife said, no more. We're done. So that ended it. It ended my career. It ended my family. ended a lot of friendships. Uh, lost my finances, part of my retirement. I went into bankruptcy. I lost my primary residence and some rental properties because everything just collapsed. And I fell into a lot of depression. I was just soaking in guilt and shame and felt to the point where, man, God, why would you even create me if this is my legacy, if this is who I am? It, it really got very dark. And you know, it was in that moment that I said, I, I can't not exist. I can't just stop. I've got to get back up. I've got breath in me. I've got, I've got to move, even though I don't know how. I don't know what to do. So you know what I did is I just saturated myself with knowledge. I listened to podcasts that were edifying. I read books that were inspiring and spoke truth into me. I, I met with counselors that just beat sense into me <laughs> in a loving way. They they told me things I didn't want to hear. When I told one counselor, he said, what, what, are you, what are you here for? What are you fighting for? I'm fighting for my family. And he said, Jason, you don't have one. It was at that moment that I said, I've got to look at things in reality. And I did. And so I continued soaking myself with understanding and with trusted people that were safe and I could I could trust them with my feelings and they could speak truth into me. They weren't just out to, you know, go get her, you know, you need to get that back. You need to get her back. They didn't do that for me. They spoke truth to me. And so I did this and it took months and some of it took years because the last pieces of that puzzle of fall that was, was that victimhood that that I still had that desire to blame someone or blame something or uh, some department or some boss for things that fell apart. It took a long time for me to fully accept myself, my failings and my brokenness and my bloody hand on the knife, so to speak. In the midst of that, I had to figure out what to do financially. I didn't want to leave the area. I didn't want to leave my kids. I was determined I cannot do that. I looked at some opportunities, but I didn't take them. So I stayed in the area and I found odd jobs and I finally landed, landed a great day job. 
But to supplement it, because it was a new job to me, and it wasn't making what I was, I had to take a nighttime job. So I was working 5 in the morning till 3, 4 in the afternoon. I'd spend time with my kids if they were involved in sports or other activities. And then I did a nighttime job working as a janitor in a mill. So I went from battalion chief at a highly thought of department and was doing very, very high level skilled management things and things in the field. Now I'm a janitor <laughs> and sweeping floors and scrubbing toilets. And because my end goal, my why was to have time with my kids. So I worked until seven in the evening, till 12, even one, two in the morning. And I've been doing this for about four years as I was just trying to pay for the bankruptcy pay for child support, which I was struggling with at times, just pay for living expenses. Um, and then I also still need more money. So I was just beat tired. I even fall asleep at stop signs sometimes when I was in my truck. And I was hard to have a conversation with because I'd doze off real quick. But I, I also gathered up cans out of the trash at the mill to supplement my income. I'd just pack them away, take them out of the trash and dump the junk in whatever was in the, the cans because a lot of the guys used um, chewing tobacco and so forth. It was kind of gross. But I had to save up the money for some extra, an extra meal or a movie out with the kids. So I just, at the end of the month, I'd have an extra $20 from that. And I still needed something more. So I had a friend that loaned me his trailer. And I went on the weekends, I'd pick up junk from people and take it to the, uh, take it to the dump for him. So I did all these odd jobs trying to make my way at the same time, just trying to be really humble and curious to figure out what inside me led to where I was and, and to try and understand how I can be better, how I can under, look and see the deepest, darkest parts of myself to what needs to be exposed to light, what needs to change, what needs to grow. And it finally did. It finally started to change, started to click where it wasn't just reading things or listening to things and agreeing to it. It became my own. It became part of me where I could say with confidence, yeah, I screwed up. Yeah, I take responsibility for that. that. Was me. That wasn't them. That was me. Yeah, they have. They did have a part in it. There were things that went on, but it's my responsibility. It's my life. It's my job. It's my my marriage. I take responsibility. I also learned to let go of things that weren't my responsibility. I didn't make that decision. I didn't cause that to happen. I'm not going to feel guilty for it. And so, it took me a long time, people. <laughs> it was a lot of hard work. It was a lot of hard work to make the right choices sometimes because I screwed up along the way. I got called on the carpet by my ex-wife because I was essentially stalking and it was wrong and it was driven by fear and, and she had every right to call me out on it. And there's things I wish I could go back and handle a better way. I didn't know any better. There's other things felt pretty good about how I handled it considering the pressure. So I wanted to let you know, that's me. That's who I am. And as we do this podcast, we continue other episodes, that's who you're getting. You're getting somebody who's a witness to a life that fell down and found it and was and was and had the resources and learned how to be resourceful to pick himself back up and to be a better man, to be a better human being, to be a better dad, to be better in relationships. And although my dream of what I had for my family, my career is all gone, there's a new dream now. There's something better and it, it came through hard, hard times. But there's something better because I'm a better person because of it. You know, I was convicted of a lot of things in that time where I was going on hikes and listening to podcasts and reading and, and spending time with counselors and friends. And I, I learned I, there was a three legs to my table <laughs> of, of my, my failings. And that was, I was into a perfectionist, not in a good way. I was wanted to do that so people didn't know the flaws and the chinks in the armor that were within me. I was 
didn't want them to know. So I kept up a perfectionist front or, and it comes out in many, many ways. But, and I was also self-protecting kind of in the same light. I just, I didn't want to expose myself. I didn't want to be honest with the risk of people not wanting me, not people judging me, people not liking me. So I would withhold who I really was. And that isn't all bad. There was a lot of good stuff, but I, I had it mixed up in my head. I was told an old story a long time ago, and I developed my own bad story. And, and, and amongst, mixed, amongst all this, there's an imperfect action in that statement, judgmentalism. I was so judgmental of myself, how I spoke, how I looked, how I act. Was I a pretender in what I was at my rank at the fire department? I was so judgmental of myself. And that all this crap just leaked out around the edges, and I know it stunk up the room. I know it, it affected and infected the people around me. And I didn't know it until everything crashed down, and I got to see it for itself. So I learned all these things. And so now, today, here, is where you're listening to me, and I'm talking to you. Yeah, I'm in a much better place. <laughs> today, I've learned the hard way, and I am fully accepting. I have I have a life of joy right now. It's not built on circumstantial happiness. I've got a beautiful, intelligent, wonderful, funny girlfriend that I love. And I love spending time with her and doing things with her. I've got a roof over my head, um, full freezer, <laughs> little simple things. I got a nice truck because the truck I had before, that's, that's a podcast episode to itself. That was a nightmare. That was a real God putting something in front of me to say, I'm going to teach you a lesson in patience about this one. But I got a new truck, which is nice. And, and my kids, man, if you could just meet my kids. They're wonderful. They're beautiful. And again, the dream I had for them as a dad is not what they have right now, but they've got their own dreams. They've got, they're growing. They're all in their late teens right now. So my dream while it died, their dreams are just ahead of them. And my dream has changed. And as a dad, what I really, really want for them is wholeheartedness of life, fulfillment, serving, and, and full of their own joy. So at some point, I have to let go of that old dream anyway, right? And let them have their own dream, their, their own future, their own chance to explore. So I'm learning all about that in, in the midst of being in a divorce and, and kind of separated in distance from my kids because they're living with their mom right now. and One is away at college. So all that to say, everything's in a very, very good place. And it's an honor to be here with you doing this podcast, speak in all reality and truth and, and lovingness and grace and my best attempt and my best effort to be with you in these moments, to give you encouragement, to give you light, to be a real person you can speak to or hear from that's been through this. And I'm going to go on on these other episodes together and share with you things I've learned and give you something, some nuggets, just some small things that are going to create little shifts in your life if you carry them out. They're going to lead to great and lasting changes. They're going to actually, if you act on them, will change the very trajectory of your life in a good way. And you're always welcome to reach out to me. Man, I'd love that. So let me tell you once again where I'm at right now. I'm so blessed. I couldn't have thought of this months ago, years ago rather, but months ago I started envisioning it. I've got a book coming out later this year. And I'm involved in one-on-one counseling with people right now, coaching people. I'm doing classes. I've got a seminar coming up. I'm very blessed. This this whole new life, this new dream that's that started with an obstacle and then brokenness and then curiosity and then a vision and then creating a plan and acting on it. I couldn't have forecast this years and years ago. So now, hey, 
It's a beautiful day. I'm in sunny Southern Oregon. It's going to be about 100 degrees outside, which is about right this time of year. But it's beautiful out. There's, there's nothing to complain about the things I'm going to, except for the things I'm going to find to complain about. And I just did something I thought years ago I'd never do. And that's, I went to a Tony Robbins event, Unleash the Power Within. Crazy, crazy thing to do. Crazy good. It was so challenging. There's a couple of exercises, things we did that were just out of my box, out of my comfort zone, but I did them and they were worthwhile. And so I've just been on fire for trying to work at making me a better me. Well, I think that's about it for today, don't you? I just want to be here about 5, 15, maybe 20 minutes each time we get together and share something. So I'm going to say good, good day for today. And also, by the way, this episode is brought to you by a cup of coffee and a spoonful of peanut butter. So pretty simple sponsors. Hey, everybody, I hope you have a fantastic, blessed week. If you're having a hard time, just remember, just make the right choices. Take a small shift. Be gracious to yourself. Be patient with yourself. Take small shifts. They're going to lead to great changes. Trust yourself. All right, everybody. That's it. God bless. Well, folks, that's a wrap. Hey, I sincerely want to thank you for being here with me. It truly means a lot. And I want you to remember that whatever you're doing right here or right now, that you are the most important one here and that what you do in this world, in this life matters. And there are people around you that need you in their life today. So let's work on making today better than the day before. Now, if you would, please, if you could share this with friends, subscribe, and leave a review for me if you can. And you can always reach me at the one shift change at gmail.com and my Facebook page at our shift change. Now, let's go ahead and tackle whatever the day demands of us. And I'll see you real soon, friends. Thank you so much.